This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the Old Trailblazer, riding out on Old Dan, Pastor Hit Radio Missions, where the voice of truth goes out every Sunday across all about 100 stations across this nation. If you'd write me, I'll send you a log of all of those broadcasts and also of the Trailblazer and uh, Pastor Shelton's messages we still air on the Voice of Truth. And we have a, a magazine we put out on a quarterly basis now. We'd be glad to send that to you. And we have uh, many, many tracks and booklets that Pastor Shelton preached and taught. And we got them in track form now. If you'd like to give out good sound tracks in the, in the hospital, in the jail, and other places, you write me and I'll send you a title list. You can order them. They cost, they're free. They don't cost you anything. Have old truckers out there on the highway giving out booklets. Had the booklets translated into French, and we have some translated into Spanish. And if you can use them, let me know here. Would you do that? I'll be glad to send them to you. And that's a part of our missionary work here. And uh, and also, if you'd like, we'd be glad to send you a title list of all of those tracks. But we're looking now at a study on blood redemption, primarily in the Old Testament. And we've been looking there uh, when the Lord created Adam and Eve, Adam and then Eve, and uh, they they partook of the forbidden fruit and hid themselves in the bushes. And the Lord found them and, and preached the gospel to them. Took the animals and skinned them and told them of the coming Messiah one day whose blood would be a sacrifice for sin. We'd come down through there. We'd come now to where Adam and where Cain and Abel had brought their offering to the altar there. And the Lord accepted Abel's offering by fire. He had a lamb there, a sacrificial lamb. And then Cain brought an offering of his garden, of his field. And the Lord would not have it. And so Cain was wroth. And the Lord had been dealing with him in our last study we saw there. And uh, how the Lord uh, dealt with him and he wouldn't have it. So uh, we, we saw there where, where he said uh, uh, he, he, he's, his punishment was more than he can bear. But now let's go back and look. This, this is what Cain said. Behold, thou hast driven me out of this day of the face of the earth, and from thy face shall I be hid, and I shall be a fugitive and a vagabond in the earth. And it shall come to pass that everyone that findeth me shall slay me. When a sinner sets his will against God, I, I, I want you to take note of that. Your, your will is, your, your hatred is not for the old trailblazer. Your hatred is not for your pastor who steps on your toes once in a while calling sin, sin. I often tell you what the Lord, Scripture the Lord gave me earlier on in my ministry. He said, go forth and preach the gospel. Be instant in season, out of season, and rebuke, rebuke and reprove with all long suffering." And that's what I do here. Now, if your pastor is being true to your soul, don't criticize him. Pray for him. Pray for him. Ask him, to, ask him to be true to your soul. Go to him and shake hands. Say, Pastor, be true to my soul. I'm a lost sinner. That's what we have folks do here. And I tell you something, my friend, he will. He will. But when a sinner sets his will against God and is unwilling to come and is unwilling to be broken, unwilling to take the blame, and when God leaves him in that state, that sinner will in time and eternity blame God for his condition. He'll blame God for his condition. And I've seen it so many times. Every sinner who has rejected the substitutionary death of Christ as his sin offering has refused to take his place as a lost sinner will not only blame God in time, but throughout eternity in hell 
will forever and eternally blame God for his condition. And oftentimes, that same individual will blame the pastor, blame the evangelist, blame the song leader, blame, blame the piano player, blame somebody for his problem, my friend, instead of taking the blame. Instead, of, Have you ever taken the blame? You're to blame, my friend. Did you know you're to blame? You're to blame for your old sin, your old cuss. You're just an old cuss. Come in and, and give your wife a flogging and children run out the door and the cat and the dog run out the front and the back. You're just an old cuss. Have you ever taken the blame, my friend? Man, by nature, is enmity towards God. The only a new heart and a new life and, a, and, and salvation, only thing that affects that. You may be refined and socially fit and socially everything, but when that will is crossed, when that old will is crossed, my friend, but listen, listen, let's go back now. In Genesis 14, 16, we find, and Cain went out from the presence of the Lord. That's a terrible statement, my friend. It's a finality there. It's a finality there. Let me read it to you again. And Cain went out from the presence of the Lord. In other words, he never did go back to the place of worship. Now, I've had folks write me and say, I'll never listen to you again. I'll never darken the door of that church one more time. I'll never do that once again. My friend, that's a fine. That's fine. I hope the Lord don't accept their, their uh, finality. Did you know, did you, know uh, you don't have to come to church to be saved? You don't have to listen to the old trailblazer to be saved. No, sir. But, my friend, you have to come to Christ. You must come. The Bible says, uh, you will not come to me that you might have life. You will not. And I say it like this. You have willed, W-I-L-L-E-D. Sit up there and listen, fella. You have willed, old trucker. You, you've trotting down the highway thinking you somebody come. You've never come to Christ begging for mercy. You won't come. No, you happy. Got a, got a good job, a good load, and a good family and all, and you think all that's well. But what about your soul, my friend? Have you ever thought about it? That old truck might not make it back to the terminal tonight, and that thing would explode, and you'd go out and you'd go to hell. My friend, I'm, I'm trying to be true to your soul. I'm trying to warn you to flee from, from the wrath to come. The Bible, the Bible, God's Word is full, slam full of warnings. Warning. He says, woe, woe under the uh, different cities. He said, uh, if, 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 talking about Sodom and Gomorrah being more tolerable for them than for you. And, and my friend, if, you, if you've heard the gospel uh, at all, you're going to be much more to blame, much more responsible for your sin than that uh, group over there somewhere in, in the Congo that's never heard the gospel. I, I don't understand all I know about that, but my friend, you heard the gospel. You heard it right here on the old trailblazer. You've heard it. You may not have ever heard it but one time, but you've heard it. And the Bible is true, my friend. Cain went out from the presence of the Lord and never went back. He turned away from the truth. Some of you folks who who have been part of this work here for many, many years, and now you've gone out. Some of you, some of you, some of you that I know personally, uh, you're still friendly towards the members of this church, but you don't come. You're friendly to me, but you don't come to church. You don't come to Christ. 
Some of you even send money here, maybe as a ease your conscience. Do you ever try to ease your conscience by doing something, my friend? Give a dollar to a hobo on the street makes you feel good? No, that's not got anything to do with your salvation, my friend. But I'm asking you, have you gone out from the presence of the Lord like Cain? What a pitiful, 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 terrible thing to happen, my friend. He turned away from the truth. And uh, in essence, he said, if I can't get saved my way, I'll just go to hell. And to hell he went. For these many, many thousand years, Cain has been there in hell. Cain hated blood redemption, and so does every Christ rejecter alive today, my friend. Let me say here, there's two facts about every sinner's salvation. I want you to get this. The first is a revelation of his own heart, that he's a sinner, that he's a guilty sinner, that he's condemned to die, and that he must have a substitute, and that his will, his will must be broken. And then in the second place, the Lord Jesus Christ, the Jehovah God of the Old Testament, who died on Calvary's cross, is a sinner's substitute, my friend. When an individual is awakened to the fact that he's a lost sinner, admits it that he's lost, admits it that he's condemned, acknowledges that he needs to, deserves to go to hell and takes his place, then there's open to him a fountain of cleansing, a bomb in Gilead. Then he finds a way back to God through the new and living way, the sacrifice of Christ on Calvary's cross. The only way, the only open door into the presence of God is by the way of the shed blood, according to Hebrews 10. Having therefore, having therefore, brethren, boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of, Je- uh, by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way which he has consecrated, are open for us through the veil, that is to say. Now, could I just plead with you for just a two, couple of minutes we have left? Could I just plead with you, my friend? Let's draw near with a heart uh, full of assurance in faith. Because if we sin willfully, after that we have received the knowledge of the truth, therefore remaineth no more sacrifice, but a certain fearful looking for the judgment and fiery indignation who shall devour the adversaries. Do you see there? Do you see there, sinner? There's only one way open to us to come into the presence of God, and that is through the new and living way, the shed blood. For you to come that way, the only way, is to come as a lost sinner, to come as a guilty sinner, ungodly sinner. Did you know the scripture said the Lord Jesus came to seek and to save that which was lost? He came to save objects of mercy. God will admit you if you will come to that way. You furnish a sinner and God will furnish a savior. Isn't that a a gracious thought? You furnish a sinner. You come there with a rope around your neck admitting that you're to blame, taking the blame. Just come there like a Bring a rope around your neck. Here I am, Lord, lost, guilty, filthy, undone, vile, broken, unbroken hearted, willful. My old will is so stubborn. My friend, what a, what a day that would be when, when the Lord saves you. You'll have a, a, a new heart. The scripture says, I will give you a new heart. The Bible says, if any man be in Christ, he, he, he's a new creature. 
Are you a new creature? Are you a new creature? Are you, my friend? Can you look up and say, I'm a new creature? I, old, way, old things have passed away, and my old will has been broken, and now I'm in subjection to the, to the grace of God, to the laws of God. And, and, and you children, I'm, uh, the Lord saves you. You'll be in obedience to your parents, obedience to the school teacher, obedience to the policeman on the corner. You won't be cursing him and blackguarding him because he's got on a uniform of authority you hate. No, all that'll be gone, my friend. But the old trailblazer will be praying for you. Would, you. would you like me to pray for you? Would you call me? Call me and tell me who you are. Give me your name and address, and i pray for you. No, I'm not going to ding-dong you for money. We don't do that. We don't say your name and address. We don't do any of that. We just ask you to pray for us. Help us with the broadcast if you can. If you like to see souls, long to see souls saved, then you write me and get you a packet of these tracks and give them out. We have them on almost every subject in God's Word, and they're free and postpaid. And then you can tell me, Pastor, I'm working for the Lord. And if you were fixing coming down to the end of life, leave a will with your little estate here and leave it for the old trailblazers. We'll be preaching when you're gone. It'll all go to preaching the gospel, my friend. You can be up in heaven and uh, knowing that your, your money what little you had left, whether it's a hundred dollars or a thousand dollars or a million dollars, you'll be preaching the gospel. This is the old Trailblazer. Remember my mailing address, the old Trailblazer, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785, and my website, radiomissions.org. Come see me. Let me hear from you. Goodbye.